what's going on our culture podcast welcome here today um thank you so much for joining welcome 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 today we are going to be having some fun okay i got my co-host nella mitchell with me today so we have our topics today the music industry so today we were going we are going to be comparing musical artists for example frank versus SZA, drink versus chris brown kendrick versus j cole and dirk versus yb which is young boy himself so we're gonna start with that right now so what are y'all topics on frank versus SZA? what's your topics on that there's no doubt She's good, but she's a bit overhyped nowadays compared to like Frank or other artists that deserve the hype. And I feel like as an artist, Frank Ocean is better than SZA definitely because on a more spiritual level and the meaning through his songs, I feel like it's like stronger than SZA's ever will be. If we're talking performance wise, SZA can dance, sing, and she, uh, she just puts on a show. Frank himself, he only can offer his voice, but, you know, SZA, she'll um, outsing him any day. I prefer his voice than her dancing. Sorry. Honestly, I don't even know myself because I love both artists, but damn, I'm going to have to take SZA because she be hitting all the time. Frank be hitting like when you sad and stuff, but like SZA, she like an all-purpose, you know, when you sad, when you trying to be hype, you know, all that. So, I don't know about y'all, but... Yeah, SZA indefinitely, because she's been in the game longer than Frank. And she's already hit the charts and, like, hit numbers Frank imagines to hit at this point. Frank been hitting numbers? What are you talking about? Anyways, I'm talking about... He been hitting numbers. You just don't make music like that. Not for as long as SZA. Frank been out longer than SZA, so that's false. All right, so next we got Drake versus Chris Brown. What are y'all topics on that? I know Corinne ain't here right now, but it is what it is. Which I got on that? Who, who y'all choosing? Um, neither, because um, Chris Brown, yeah, he's good, but he has the same path over and over. His thing is just like keeps repeating with Drake. Old Drake is better, but it's just like he's trying to keep up with the trends, and I should think that he should just stick to his lane. So. When it comes down to all of it, I'll choose Drake for the sake of it. Um, Both Drake and Chris Brown, they've been out for a while, and they both have, like, nice old throwbacks. But when you put their music side by side, Chris Brown releases way more than Drake. Like, his albums will have, like, 30, 40 songs on it. And out of those whole bunch, it'll be a good five songs that's good. Compared to Drake, where he will release an album. He wouldn't release as much songs or as much albums. But, you know, his albums has more quality than quantity. So, I feel like, musically-wise, Drake is better than Chris Brown. So, yeah. what you what you about to say, Nyla? Plus, Drake is a more versatile artist. Because, you, know, you know, he started with... Um, he was an actor, first of all, and then he switched to music and made a name for himself. But Chris Don't Brown... Chris Brown did the same. He did both, actually, at the same time. So, not that. Compared to Chris Brown. He had the whole he hitting uh, Rihanna incident. And, you know, Drake doesn't really have that much of a bad character. Other than that, um, the child with um, that stripper of his, or porn star. Um, I feel like you should separate the artist's behavior from their music, so let's not... Yes. Sorry. And we are going to get to that pretty soon. Right. So let's stick tight before we get into that. All right. So are we done with Drake versus Chris Brown? Who's winning? Is it Drake or Chris Brown? Drake. 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 Y'all agree on Drake? Yes. Yeah. So next up, we got Kendrick versus J. Cole. What are y'all opinions on this? Who's winning? Actually, I feel like Kendrick is better than J. Cole, no doubt. 
Because even if it's about J. Cole songs having meaning, think about it. Kendrick songs is just as equal as to having so many meanings. Like, Kendrick songs focus on, like, you know, what about issues and his songs have a purpose, same as J. Cole's. So I feel like in that comparison, regardless if J. Cole releases more music to police fans, Kendrick would release music every so often, but not as often as J. Cole supposedly does. But lyrically and, you know, talently, uh, Kendrick is better than J. Cole. I think talent-wise, Cole is better, but when we're talking, like, production or who's going to top the charts, Kendrick is going to surpass that because, you know, Cole can deliver a poetic line and, you know, he'll spit off the top of his head. But I haven't seen Kendrick, you know, freestyle or whatever, so I can't really speak for him. But from what I've seen, Cole um, (laughs) is better. All right, that's it. That's all y'all got. So we all agree. Um, y'all said cool. Y'all said Cole was better or Kendrick. I'm sorry, I fight for Kendrick all day. Sorry, Kendrick. All right, I'm gonna have to go with Cole, just cause he's he's that dude. I'm sorry, like his his music. I don't know. I'm I'm sticking with Cole. I don't really got much of an explanation for that, but it's cool. All right, so next up we got Dirk versus Young Boy. Dirk versus Young Boy. What y'all got for this? Who y'all got? Actually, let me start off first. Actually, no, Leah, let me start off first. I'm sorry, but Dirk got overhyped as soon as Drake put him on that song. Like, now people's is, like, heavy on him, and, like, he's not even that good to me no more. Like, I don't know why, but Youngboy, all day, every day, his music is just 100 times better than Dirk, and that's all I got to say. Okay, to start. Yeah, Dirk been out way longer than Youngboy. Uh-huh. I used to like the old Dirk. And he's not as bad now, but, you know, I felt like the old Dirk is better than new Dirk. But compared to Youngboy, Youngboy has been out for a short amount of time and been twice or triple as times as talented. Well, he achieved more than Dirk, and Dirk been in the game longer. And I felt like lyrically, Youngboy, all his songs have, all his songs is either he's talking about, you know, like depression or he has like different meanings in all his songs and not even only that, but he doesn't stick to one flow. He changes his flow on different songs, different albums. And I feel like all his albums just hit. And yeah, Young Boy releases a lot, but his songs are have good quality for him to be releasing so much. I agree. Um, I think that Dirk lyrically is better than Young Boy. Sorry, I'm gonna say that lyrically he's better than Young Boy, but I feel like Young Boy is better in terms of versatility. Like, just like you said, like, he make, you know, painful songs and hype songs and all that. So I feel like on that level, um, Young Boy would definitely crush Dirk, but I feel like um, Dirk just ain't as, you know, as, I don't know how to describe it. He's just not, like, on the same level as Young Boy. Like, if it was, like, top five, Young Boy would be, like, number one, and Dirk would probably be, like, three, you know. Yeah, I agree. All right, so next up, we have our question of the day. Should problematic artists be listened to in terms of colorism, homophobia, controversial issues that have taken place in the Hollywood of pop culture? And so let's start with this Tory Lanez versus Meg situation that happened, I believe, in 2020. What are your opinions on that? Um, Again, I feel like separate the artists from artist behavior from their music. And so I feel like 
you can still stream an artist but not support them all right so with that with that ideology why would why would people want to put money into these artists pockets if they're not trying to support them because technically you are supporting them economically and so that does factor in the decisions with their music and so that could be a definitely um, that could definitely be a counterclaim if we're um talking about this question i mean if they release iconic top tier music you, you can't stop listening to like what if that's your favorite song you're going to stop listening to them i can name so many artists that has done so many problematic things and if you put all the problematic artists to the table you will have no artists left so i feel like if you try to use that cancel culture with their music it's no point it's useless because regardless the rich will stay rich right because cancel culture does not work if it's a small majority of people who claim to be fans trying to bring down this um, real big celebrity because at the end of the day, they're still getting funds. People are still going to their tours and stuff. Plus, even if it's, um, even if their words are problematic, we don't know what's going on with them. Cause you know, Azalea Banks is herself is mentally ill and people overlook that a lot. And when she says stuff and when she does stuff to make people upset, and you know, she's just weird in general because we all know what she'd be posting on Instagram and stuff. She she herself needs to be checked out. So we don't really know the person. You were saying how um, Azalea, she has missing illness. I do agree with that, but I think that um, we should push her to get checked out. But uh, eventually, this is this behavior has to stop, and we're gonna have to cancel her, so she doesn't receive a platform anymore. Cause it's been going on for too long. All right. So then, how do y'all feel about Kanye West then? Because we know that he's technically mentally ill, and you know, societal pressures all up on him by the Kardashian family and um other celebrities and just society overall. So how do y'all feel about him? I think he should take his pills, but he said that when he's on his pills that he doesn't think um he doesn't think logically because his music, he can't think he can't think of lyrics well when he's on his pills, which I do think that's a downside, but still I think we should find a way for him to actually be able to express his his mind and not be problematic at the same time. So we just need to find a different solution for that. I feel as though you can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped. And I feel like a lot of the times, because he has these pressures on him, he doesn't, like, want the help everybody's trying to, like, receive. Because, as we know, like, he lost his mother a few years back, and his mother was somebody who was, like, dearly to him. And, like, he also has, like, all these, like, marital issues that's going on and, like, other issues in his life that's going on. And I feel like if he doesn't want to receive the help right now, we can't force him to receive the help. But how do you know that he doesn't want to receive the help? Because usually... People who are in need of help, they don't just say, oh, I want help. Well, that doesn't usually happen. So, um, you know, they don't usually come out saying, oh, I need help. I need this and that. But so technically, that would be incorrect is what you were saying. Because, you know, maybe he, maybe he really does need help. And the Kardashian family isn't really helping him. They're probably just hurting him more than he already was. So who knows? I'm not saying that he doesn't want the help. I'm just saying just in case, like, if he doesn't want, like, some people don't want the help. And some people like have issues with help. And I feel like he could be one of those people, but we really never know like what goes on behind the screen and stuff like that. And so I feel like 
having like take the medication and like having all these people around him is like putting more pressure on him. And so it probably like makes it harder for him, especially since he's a celebrity and like he's a really well-known celebrity. Right. It's sad because he thinks that he has to fulfill a role for everybody else when he's neglecting his own mental health just to make just to make um the fans happy and I don't know I feel like we are so quick to judge people for their actions that we don't like actually care about the celebrities that we worship all right so yeah um our next topic is going to be about the Grammy so what are y'all topics about the Megan situation where she got like mad Grammys and other people like Doja Cat Chloe and, and Holly and everybody else how y'all feel about that the Grammy's been rigged we've been new it's like the same thing with Billie Eilish, you know, because Billie Eilish, she had like, she went home with eight Grammys, eight Grammys that night, and Ariana Grande went home with like one or two, and I see how people, yeah, making's great and all, but you still have to acknowledge other artists because Chloe and Halle, they did their thing this year, and so did Doja. She had a lot of streams, and she gained a lot of traction, but the track. But the traction is decreasing now since that she didn't get anything for her recognition. So I think that was in itself a bit problematic. But as Nyla, I believe, said, the Grammys are rigged. Yeah, I agree. I feel like the Grammys are rigged. And I feel like Megan did not deserve a single award. And I feel like she robbed so many artists and yeah. so more talented deserve those awards and I feel like without TikTok Megan will not be as hyped as she is now and so like going back to where Megan was at her highest like a, a, a year or two ago that was her prime but she fell off and she relied on TikTok and her music started getting more streams because dances were made off of her songs so I feel like just because she has the platform of TikTok, that's the only reason why she has a form of success. And I feel like as an artist, Megan has no type of versatility. She, I feel like she doesn't have the talent to be getting all these Grammys awards. And it's not even just the Grammys that's rigged. She got awards from different award shows. And so she's just been racking up on awards and robbing these other artists. Like, I feel like artists like Chloe and Holly deserve those awards, but instead, Meg got it because she has the eye and the attention of society as of right now because of the toy situation. So if you think going back to it, if you think about it, Megan is robbing all these talented artists and she does not deserve the special treatment she's getting out because of the large platform she has for the time being. Like I was saying, I feel like Megan does still deserve Grammys, but not as many as she received. And I feel like Chloe and Haley and like people like Doja Cat did deserve like um Grammys and stuff like that because Chloe and Haley have been putting in the work for like five plus years and I don't know where Megan came from like she I know she puts in the work but I feel like Chloe and Haley like have come a long way so they at least deserve some recognition like Makayla said yeah I feel like I feel like um Megan just like uh Cynthia said before just like Cynthia said before she lacks versatility definitely and we all know how she was trying to start singing and don't rock me, don't rock, don't rock me to sleep, and she felt miserably at that. Um, but yeah, her 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 flow is extremely like the same, and she's not that different from the baby with that. So um, I feel like yeah, she does deserve her Grammys or whatever. But I did have a question for Cynthia. Um, I was gonna ask if 
Megan should be the one to blame or should these Hollywood um, awards be the one to blame? Because you did put uh, Megan in the spotlight of being the suspect in the situation, but is she really the suspect? I feel like Megan is not the first person for this to be happening where she was snub all these awards. Like going back to Billie Eilish where she walked home with so many Grammys and all these other artists were just looked out, looked over. Like for example, Lil Baby, all of these artists were just overlooked because of the spotlight of the year. So I feel like personally, Megan should not be to blame, but she's feeding into it. And I mean, it's not that she could do about it. Of course, she's going to take her little two seconds of fame, but as an artist, no. And especially since the album she put out this year, for her to be getting all those awards, and then she put out an album like that, you expect her to drop something where she'll blow the whole world out. But she dropped the album so trash and literally had no type of, it had one, like two good songs and most of those songs were features. And then she put out a song called Body and she literally screamed Body for 30 times in the song and made it a song. Like, has, I'm sorry to say it, but she has little to no talent and she's falling off compared to her old songs. Yeah, she's she could be lyrical if she wants, but I feel like she raps about the same th same things. She raps the same on every song. And I feel like other artists who switch up their flows, have versatility or whatever, could be getting these awards, but instead she's using her fame right now. I'd like to disagree with you. Um, first of all, I do agree on the fact that Megan's content lately hasn't been the best. I feel like she's very lyrical and her work is good, but her chorus on her songs suck. But when she gets to her verses, she shows out. She's very lyrical. She does not rap about the same thing. How is you she don't lyrical? listen to her music if you think she raps about the same thing. How is she lyrical though? Yo, go look up one of her songs and tell me she's not lyrical. Go ahead. Go. You, I'm not I'm not here to educate you. You're here to educate yourself. You're here to educate yourself. You're making the let me know a huge accusation against Megan Thee Stallion, and you have no evidence of such. First you're making off, a huge accusation against Megan Thee Stallion, and you have no evidence of such. Evidence for what? It's in her lyrics. She raps about the same thing, and a lot of people will say the same thing as well. Everybody's mad that she's stealing all these awards because she raps about the same thing, and I think it's true. She what does she rap about? about? She, oh, what she rap about? Let's hear this. I don't think Let's it's school appropriate. I don't think it's school appropriate. So, I mean, do you really want me to say Exactly. It? You're mad, bro. You hate Black women. You hate them. Every single artist, every single person, when a Black woman gets in their zone, raps about anything, they rap about the same thing. Their butt. It's like, why are you guys in Black people's business? But when these rappers, when Young Boy raps about how he was down to his lowest every song and how he was in pain and junk. There ain't no problem about him rapping I'm about sorry, the same thing. Not rapping but then I'm making about her body. Let her take control okay. of her body and it's a problem, right? Okay, but yeah, but do Young Boy talk about every song? And going back to that song, you was literally rapping it a couple of hours ago. So what does that say about you? <laughs> that has nothing to do with okay. anything. I'm, I'm not saying that you complaining about, about Megan rapping about the same thing, but how many artists rap about the same thing? Yeah, and I little feel like little TJ said, little little TJ said that version lyric at least three times now, and nobody said nothing. Every no, literally everybody put up. Okay, but okay, everybody said something, Whoa. but you're still listening to him, right? You ain't hanging on him, right? Right, First stop hating on black women. Let them do what they want. Let them beat themselves and let them embrace themselves. Period. All right, so now that we are on the Tory versus Meg situation, 
who should be believed and why? So when Tori wanted to voice what happened, it was immediately no, and he was silenced. So I feel like, yes, the victim should always be believed first. You shouldn't assume the victim is lying because that's just wrong. But when it, came, when it comes to a situation like that, you can't silence one just to protect the other. I feel like both people should be able to speak about it and you know, not be make the media look at it one-sidedly because now everybody's gonna be like, oh, cancel Tory, cancel this, cancel that. Oh, Meg, I support you. Yeah, you can support Megan, but at the same time, be able to listen to Tory because Tory could be trying to say what really happened or maybe you know what went wrong or try to explain himself and everybody will immediately say you're lying. So that's the problem now because now Tory feels he should not be able to speak his voice now because everybody's silencing him. The media cut him out completely. So I feel like until the court case where he's either proven guilty or innocent comes, he should be able to voice what happened. Definitely. I don't believe your logic because your logic is it's wrong. Why so? Because I just because how are you going to say we should believe the victim, but then go on saying that we should believe the other side too? It's kind of no, hard to I didn't say believe the other side. I said you should listen to the other side, not believe the other yes. side. Yes. Victim always. But oh, okay. I didn't understand what you were saying. Well, if we're saying trust the victim and we're also defending Tory, it's like complicated. Yeah, Tory, like, but it won't, like, what's called their situation is going to impact how you feel about their music. You're not what? talking about music right now. Well, that's the topic of the podcast. No, not right now. All right, so if we're done with that, um, I wanted to get into this rape culture that's happening, not necessarily in the music industry, but typically in pop culture with the Bob guy from um, Full House and, you know, just oh, people like that. Mm-hmm. Dan oh, Shatter. Yeah. I just saw the video, too. That was nasty. I video. Like- yeah, there was a video explaining everything. Can you send that to me? I don't believe in cancel culture, but Bob should be done. That's yeah. it. I mean, there's like millions of old guys from Hollywood that have yeah. done stuff like that without getting recommended for that's it. That's the problem. Definitely. It is the problem. By Bob getting away with it, that's making all these, all these, all these other producers get away with it as well. Like Dan Schneider, he should be held accountable. Yeah, he got fired, right. but no other thing happened to him. He, he lost his job, but that's all. He should be held accountable for what and he he's did. Still he's still rich. Exactly. And he's, he's still, still rich. rich. He's yeah, still profiting and- off of the people he harassed and sexually assaulted. So when it comes to situations like that, where these grown men take a, take um ad, uh, vulner- advantage over vulnerable little women, I feel like they're in the wrong and they should be held accountable. And by setting that standard where they need to be held accountable, I feel like maybe, 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 but you know, world is messed up. So maybe change can come, but starting now with Bob and now, and like, People have the mentality where, oh, it's just accusations. But Bob, he, I don't care what they say, he needs to be held accountable. And even if they were held accountable, the, 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 um, what's called the consequences for a rapist in the, um, U.S. judicial system isn't even that bad because you go to jail for like a few months and then you get out without any real, um, you know, background or criminal record. And people will still see, Bob as that um they they would still see him as an icon because they grew up with him and they won't accept the fact that he did what he did 
Yeah, I agree. Because that goes back to Aunt Becky with that whole college scam and how she, after all that scam that happened, she only went to jail for a couple of months. Right. I feel like yeah, the prison system is messed up and like white people take that as an advantage where they feel like, oh, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be penalized that hard so I could do whatever I want. So that's what, well, that's the problem that occurs in society because these rich white folks feel like they have the power and since they won't be held as much of accountability as a black person would, would they feel like they could do anything they want so yeah that's the issue with society i agree with that is because while he seems so trusting since he seems so family friendly and he's like a trusting guy and like you know he's trusting so society won't think that he did that but that's actually he did that i think he's what I, like, I feel like that's the problem and that's what i was like saying because like people who like not specifically the victim because like victims can take as long as like as long as they need or as long as they want but like people who watch it happen and like know what's happening i feel like they wait way too long until it's like they feel it's the right time but i feel like it's never really the right time and it's like you're letting people like create this idea in their heads that like oh he's the perfect person and like he's like nice and like this kind person behind the scenes like behind the scenes but in all reality he's like doing these things that are inappropriate to his cast members and like the stuff on set and I feel like stuff like that in Hollywood should like not go on and I feel like I don't know why but like people probably feel afraid but I feel like if you know it's happening and like you're not being directed like you're not being affected directly directly you should like say something instead of like tricking these people into believing one thing over another I like how over in the Middle East, rapists and pedophiles get like hung and stuff. And over in America, they just have to go to white people jail for like six months. I hate the fact that these actress these actresses that we've watched growing up, how um, we know how these how um, there's just there. My bad. Stop. Um, I hate the fact that these actresses that we've seen going up, like Sam from um, iCarly, and how they're trying to reboot the show, and now she can't, um, she doesn't want to join the show because of what happened with her and, and Dan Schneider and whatever else was happening. I hate stuff like that. And um, it's just, it's kind of like sad, because it's like, we're unable to see the, the growth that these people have had or experienced because of this, um, this silence or this oppression that they've been forced upon. And so I feel like that that plays a large part in Hollywood because um, so many so many things are happening and so many so many people are getting away with a lot of stuff. So it's it's definitely hard out here. Yeah, since we're on the subject of like problematic people ruining the lives of young actresses, we can talk about how Megan Fox in Transformers was way over sexualized by all right, Chioma. We could talk about how she was way over sexualized in that movie. And how the director, I forgot his name, just let it happen and downplay all her negative feelings about it. And now that she's finally found a stable relationship and she's finally found fans that support her, I think that's like a really good growth story for somebody like her. Anything else? Anyone else got anything to add before we end this meeting? Charisma? <laughs> were you silent or were you silent? <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh -uh. We'll be, we'll be <laughs> all right so thank you guys for coming today i appreciate y'all so much um so i guess i'll see you guys in episode two which we don't know what it'll be till next time so thank you so much for joining see you later